Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an international leadership podcast. Business coach Bob Reich tackles the issues that plague business professionals today. With candor and transparency, he provides real-life answers to the real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's greatest circumstances. Welcome to Here's the Caveat. Take it away, Bob. Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an intentional leadership podcast with Coach Bob Rich. I'm Bob Rich, your host, and thank you for joining us this week in our third installment of our series, The Caveat of Leadership. I'm also excited to tell you that our episode last week, Understanding the Value of Leadership, was our 100th episode. And the success of this podcast is 100% because of your listening, sharing, and supporting us as we share with you each week. I humbly say thank you, because it is an honor to speak with you every week, and I look forward to the next 100 episodes. As we continue with our exciting series, The Caveat of Leadership, I want to thank you for your feedback. As you have told us, the value you are receiving is fantastic and also very exciting to hear. Now, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Please listen to past episodes as they may bring you also great value. Now, today we are discussing the understanding of the paradigm of leadership. In the last two weeks, we have discussed the call of a leader, how your calling is about helping your people to unleash their potential as leaders. As we discussed understanding your value as a leader, we learned that your value is best given as you build capacity in the people you serve. Today, we are discussing how the paradigm of a leader is not about what you know, but what you learn from and about others around you. We live in a society of upgrades. Every few months, you have the opportunity to upgrade your phone, your computer, your iPad, or whatever electronics you have in your home. People are on a quest to have the latest and greatest and have the best out there. This can be an exciting opportunity for many, but it also can cause confusion and frustration. Having the latest and greatest may not always be the best. Now, I have worked with and for companies who release brand new and exciting processes every few months, or at least once a year. Now, for example, they advertise and brand their training or product or process as the best. And they always say it's based on many years of research and development. They sell you on the fact that there have been many years that have gone into the development and the process of the sales process or the products or whatever it may be. And the next thing you hear is that they now have something brand new. They have a brand new training, a brand new product, a brand new service that is completely different than what used to be the best, not just a couple weeks ago. For an example, I was uh, talking to a person who had a product that was the best. And in the last several years, they told me how nothing is better than this product. Nothing is better on the market than this product. And it's supposed to help you become healthier. It's supposed to help you, you know, almost heal a lot of the ailments that you may have. And they were so excited. 
then all of a sudden, they came out with a new, brand new product that was better than that one. And I said something very interesting. I said, so I see that you branded your rebranded your last product. They said, no, it's, it's something completely different. We found a genius. We found somebody very smart that thought up something brand new. And when we looked at it, it was better than what we had. So we have something brand new that is better than what we had. Now, here's my question. If it was so great, why did they need to come up with something new? The last message was the greatest was the result of many years of research and development, and now they've found something brand new, more excellent, without the time and energy and money that went into the last opportunity. This gets me thinking. As I thought about this, I see that leaders in many industries do this on a regular basis. Now, I agree that processes and systems change over time. I also believe that principles never change that are based on great foundations. For an example, if you see my systems and processes, whether it's a sales process or a priority management process or a networking process, and if you've known me for the past several years, 15, 20 years, you'll see that there's a lot of changes throughout the years. I've tweaked a lot, I've changed a lot, and it might look a little bit different on the PowerPoint. The colors might be different. But what you will always notice is that the principle and the foundation doesn't change because it is based on a principle. It is based on a lifelong principle that's been around for many, many years, decades, and often generations. I believe that principles that are based on great foundations never change. They are also the basis for your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, and your chosen destinations. You hear me say a lot that I say, your beliefs are based on your thinking, and your actions are a reflection of your beliefs, and your outcomes are successful based on your thoughts, beliefs, and actions, and despite the circumstances, you choose the path. Again, if you're able to look back at my history of coaching and training and take a snapshot at different times, you will notice that there are changes and tweaks, as I just recently, just previously said. What you'll also find is that we change systems and processes to keep up with changing times and circumstances. You'll also notice that the same principles and foundations have been in place from the very beginning. Your principles and foundations do not change unless it is determined that there is a fault or something wrong with its integrity. And that's what's really important. It's about its integrity. And understanding the importance of a paradigm of a leader, it all is based on what is the integrity of the thinking of that leader. When you look at that leader and you look at the integrity, is that integrity based on a foundation of biblical processes, of proven processes, of scientific processes that have been stable and have been secure for many, many years. This brings us to today's topic, understanding the paradigm of a leader. To understand the leader of, to understand the leadership of a leader leads us to investigate the definition of a paradigm. So when we think about the leadership of a leader and what really causes that leader, to have the leadership that they have, it's very important to understand the definition of a paradigm. 
And often what I've said is there's two types of leaders. There's leaders of position, and then there's leaders of integrity. There's leaders that are leading because it's who they are, or is it based on the position that they have? So as we think about that, the question is, is what is a paradigm? I looked online, I looked at dictionaries, I looked, at, I looked up what is the definition of a paradigm, and this is what I came up with. A paradigm is a standard, a paradigm is a perspective, and a paradigm is a set of ideas. A paradigm is a way of looking at something in a completely different way, much like the title of this podcast. Here's the caveat. That's the whole premise of our podcast is here's the caveat. It's to look at something in a completely different way. It's to look at something that's not necessarily the mainstream. It's to look at something that's not necessarily seen by the masses. Paradigm comes from the Latin word paradigma. And it was used to refer to a model or a pattern. Now this is important to understand because a foundation of a navigational leader is based on integrity. It's based on what you believe is the best, what you believe is the foundational premise for everything that you do, everything that you are, and everything that you say. Whatever you as the leader chooses to build on your foundation is only as stable as the strength and stability of the foundation. And I love the idea when you look at a house being built, or you look at a building being built, everything is about that foundation. And when I built our first home, or I actually we contracted our home to be built, but I, we like to say we built it, I remember it was really exciting. And when we were building our home, I remember when we first uh, went to look at the dirt lot that we had. We were excited about our dirt lot. And then when we were excited, when they started working on our dirt lot, and next thing you know, there was two by fours where the foundation was going to be. And next thing you know, the foundation was laid. And I was so excited because the foundation was laid. And for those of you that ever built a house or ever had a house built, you would understand what I'm going to say here. Because I remember the first time I saw the foundation, I went and walked on the foundation, called the supervisor and said, you built the wrong house. And he goes, what? I said, you built the wrong house. This foundation is not near big enough for the house that we chose. And he goes, yes, it is. You're just not seeing it in the way that we do. And I didn't understand that at the moment. Then I took his word for it because I trusted him. I said, okay, if you say it's the right house, it's the right house. And then what I noticed was why all the other houses in the neighborhood were being built, nothing was happening to my house. They were letting my foundation just sit and do nothing and I called up my supervisor and I said why aren't you building my house he goes we are I said no you're not everybody's house is going to be done with the exception of mine because all I have is a concrete slab and nothing's happening to it he goes you don't understand a lot's going on and I said where he said right now we are curing the foundation we are letting the foundation cure made no sense to me until, as I learned what that meant, the longer they let the foundation sit and do nothing, the stronger the foundation gets. If they worked on it too quick, if they just poured it and didn't let it cure, it would have cracked and we would have lost everything. This is the same principles as a leader 
who is building their foundation. As a parad- understanding the paradigm of a leader, the first step is to ensure that you have a strong foundation that it's cured. And once it's cured, it will, it will withstand anything. It'll withstand the weather. It'll stand different circumstances. Now, I understand there's certain things that, you know what, we can't control earthquakes and those type of things. And the, and the principle there is, is, you know, there is going to be that one circumstance that happens that, you know, we don't expect. Much like 2020, much like what we're experiencing this year. There's a lot of things that we didn't expect. And there's a lot of you that had to start over. And maybe we had to go to a different area or do something different. But for the most part, your foundation is everything that you have in front of you to sit on that's going to ensure that you are stable and that everything that you build, everything that you think, everything that you believe, everything that you do, you know that it's on a stable foundation. And that foundation is your integrity. The paradigm of a great leader is what sets them apart. They are intentional in how they think, how they behave, and how they motivate. Whether they're motivating themselves or motivating somebody else. Are you intentional in how you think? The foundation of an intentional leader is really about the thinking, how they think. It is the core of what makes them a great leader. They have become, and it's the core of what they're growing into. The difference between a leader of position, as I mentioned earlier, and a leader of integrity is understanding the paradigm of what you know Versus what you learn. And this all goes back down to the foundation, which is your integrity. We have experienced the leader who believes they know everything. That approach people with the perspective of what they know based on what they have accomplished. I do believe experience, degrees, certifications, education is very important. And it is vital to your success. The fact remains that navigational leaders... Intentional leaders, great leaders, depend on their past to create new opportunities to learn so they can teach others each and every day. And here's the caveat. Are you more prone to asking somebody of who they are, what they're about, what their dreams are? Or are you more focused on telling when you are in a conversation? As a business coach, as as we develop Caveat Institute each and every day, I do research and I do look at other coaching practices. And the one thing that I notice is most of them focus on what they know, they talk about their experience, and then they talk about if you listen to us, we will teach you how to be successful. And it's really the opposite. If you look at my website, bobrish.com at Caveat Institute, you're going to see, are you ready to move forward? Are you ready to change your business? Are you ready to become more of who you are? And it's not because I know. It's because I'm going to ask you those questions. This is important to investigate because we model our leadership style after the leadership style we've learned from. Oftentimes, leaders today have learned to share, tell, and direct. What is the difference between a leader of position and a great leader of intention? is what we know versus what you will learn about the people you serve. 
A leader is not measured by degrees, certifications, experience, or what they've done, but by the significance they are in the life of the people they serve. Yes, your past prepares you for your future. Your desire for learning qualifies you for your significance. Are you more passionate about what you know, or are you more passionate about discovering who someone is so you are able to serve them and help them to become a better leader of intention? Are you looking to make your mark on this world by what you've done and what you know? Or are you more concerned and excited about creating a future of intentional leaders to carry on your passion and your integrity into generations that will last longer than you will? Great leaders are intentional on discovering the needs of a person. Great leaders are intentional on understanding the desires of people. And great leaders are intentional on learning how to serve. Understanding who they are serving by learning what makes somebody else tick. What makes somebody else passionate. How to understand the paradigm of an intentional leader is, first of all, you need to know where you came from. Do you know where you came from? Know how you started. Know what makes you tick. And I think a lot of leaders forget that, especially in professional sports, politics, business. I tell people all the time, I'm a great coach, not because of what I've done, not because of what I've accomplished. I tell them I'm a great coach because I am a small business just like you. I've made those mistakes. I've learned from those mistakes. And I want to help you to be better than I am so you don't have to go through those mistakes like I did. So you can do the same for someone else. Know where you came from. The key is, is don't forget. Where did you, where did you start and what did you do on your first day? I think oftentimes successful people forget. The first step on how to understand the paradigm of an intentional leader is to know where you came from. Number two, are you disciplined in thoughts? You're going to have a lot of thoughts in your head each and every day. Are you disciplined in only growing those seeds that reflect your passion and your service for others? There's a lot of thoughts in your mind. Are you going to grow those ones that are unproductive? Or are you only going to focus on those thoughts that are going to help you get where you want to be, but most important, help somebody else get where they want to be? And then third, intentional. Are you intentional about learning who you are as a leader and knowing who you serve? Your experience, your credentials, is your tools that allow you to understand how to ask and how to learn who somebody else is. Where do they want to go? Are you more concerned about helping somebody find clarity in where they're at and helping them discover their destination so you can help them close that gap? Or are you more concerned about what you've done and what you know? The caveat is this. Understanding the paradigm of a great leader is knowing the difference and being willing to not focus on what you've done and what you know, but focus on learning who someone else is, 
learning where somebody else wants to go and understanding that your significance and what sets you apart as a navigational leader is focusing on the advancement of someone else's leadership because that is what makes you the great leader. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. It is an honor and a privilege to have you as a part of Here's the Caveat. If you would like to reach out to us today or if you have any questions, you can reach us at 623-628-1996 or email us at coach at bobrish.com. Please follow our LinkedIn page at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Robert Rish. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter under Coach Bob Rish or Caveat Institute. You can also visit us at bobrish.com and learn more how Caveat Institute can meet and serve your needs. Also, please consider sponsoring this podcast. Without your support, this podcast would not exist. It is because of your listening and financial support that allows us to impact the world. We have thousands of listeners in over 50 countries because of you. I ask you to consider sponsoring us by placing an advertisement on this podcast or donating at the link provided. Again, it's been an honor to speak with you today. Please enjoy other episodes and stay tuned to another episode next week. And thank you in advance for sharing this podcast and allowing others to receive the value that you have received today. Have a fantastic day and don't be afraid to be great. This is Bob Rich signing off. See you next week for another episode of Here's the Caveat.